Hello, you're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show with me, Scott. Me, Ron. Me, PJ. Cue the music. I knew you couldn't get I was going to say something and I thought no I'll just keep quiet and see how long PJ can keep quiet for and it was not very long I have a problem with impulse control now speaking of which <laughs> right um, have you been following Jamie McKelvey we all know Jamie Jamie McKelvey quite well I think reasonably yeah. well is, or is McKelvey in your universe Scott and yeah no I know easy? like I've you know I don't know him to chat to the way that you and Ron might do, but I know who he is and I follow him on Twitter and okay. I uh, I like his work immensely. Well, well, recently Jamie's been talking about, he's been diagnosed with ADHD and he mm-hmm. said that, that uh, the reason he got this diagnosis was because he did, he was reading a thing, I think, and it pointed to a number of things that he felt were uh, commonalities with his personality and stuff. And he thought, I'll do this online ADHD thing and a test. And he did that. And, um, after doing that, he kind of thought, well, maybe I should get a diagnosis to see if, and and he did. He's, he's, he went through privately, I think, to get a diagnosis, which, and I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's always a question with stuff like this is when you get a diagnosis, what does that mean? Where does that leave you? But I mean, that, that that's a thing for Jimmy to, to, you know, he, he knows what he's doing on that front. So, um, you know, whether there's um, tablets or, 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 or coping mechanisms or whatever, because we have the same things with with our kids is like you know nathan has a has a uh, autism diagnosis and it's sort of useful up to a point that he gets helps but then after that point it's like well what use is that diagnosis even uh, and we're finding that with our youngest our youngest we're kind of i mean i've been saying for years i think he's he's uh, on the spectrum as well but it's like if if you get a diagnosis what use does it it doesn't really you know serve anything but anyway Jamie's yeah, you can't change uh, anything about it so you may as well yeah 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 so yeah i mean it, it's not it it can be useful like for for kids with autism if they need it they can get extra help if they don't need it it doesn't really make any difference to them necessarily um I, you can get a bit of money but sometimes you can't get a bit of money because if they don't need it you don't get it so even if even with a diagnosis, there's no actual help necessarily you'll get from that. But anyway, the point is, Jamie did this thing, and I thought, well, I'll have a go at the ADHD test as well to see if ADHD is uh, my thing. I thought maybe this will be my thing. Finish it. I, I, <laughs> you know me, Ron. I love joining stuff. I thought I'll have a go at this. See if we've, see if we've got this as well. And, you lost interest uh, I, halfway through. <laughs> I posted the results up, and Jimmy goes, "I don't want to worry you, but that's two more than my score." So, <laughs> well, I took the same test. Did you? And right. yes, um, I scored about uh, sorry, about twenty five points less than you. Well, here, but here's the, that here's still the, that still puts me on the moderate to severe, which means you must be fucking severe. There must be like a. <laughs> I, I haven't looked at it yet. I, mu- I must do this test after after the show. Yeah, PJ at. posted it in the in the Discord chat. Um, yeah, if yeah. you want to join our Discord chat, join our Patreon. Um, yeah. Here's the so thing. yeah, I, I scored a thirty nine. I think I think you scored a fifty six. I see. If it was a high score, it was pretty high. Whatever it was. Um, but here's the thing. I kind of um, I was talking to Nat about this, and she, you know, I went, I think maybe I've got ADHD. She went, Oh no, you've definitely got Asperger's. <laughs> okay, 
<laughs> okay. I said, but I, I, I'm going to do this test. So I did the test and I was asking, I used her as a control, right? So I know you don't believe in this, right? I know you do not believe in the, the sympathetic walk problem that I have, wherein if I see someone walking with a limp, I start walking with a limp too. It's just like a empathy thing or something. I don't know what's going on. I can't help myself. So it's really awkward. No, I, I, it's not empathy. What I think happens is you see someone that everyone else is looking at, <laughs> no. and you want to be the and you want to be the one that people are looking at. Atten- attention, back on PJ, please. That man on the crutches has got nothing on me with my club foot. Yeah, it's not your attention that has the deficit. It's your problem with everyone else's attention being focused anywhere else. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, sometimes I read those tests and I think, well, clearly these, I should be way up here or should be way up there. And so, you know, the, so I did the, using the net as a control and kind of going, I think I'm up here. And Annette's gone, no, I don't think so. Because I one of one of the things she said was, because you spend hours sitting at a drawing table drawing. And I think that's what it looks like from the outside. But inside, I'm like constantly like a little, you know, moving around and kind of buzzing around everywhere, coming back to the thing. I do get stuff done, but it's comic stuff, and I don't know if that counts. I don't know if yeah, if you but take and I that think they explain in the uh, you know after you've taken the test, um, and it's, or maybe there's a little paragraph before they explain that attention deficit. It doesn't mean that you can't focus on things or that you're in, immediately distracted by something. It sometimes will mean that you are hyper focused on something that you're interested in, mm. but that everything else you have absolutely no, absolutely no interest in at all. Whereas mm. the one thing, and it, it, you know, it can tend to be in more severe cases, it can tend to be one very specific thing. Mm. Like there was a, um, there was a girl. I don't want to be too specific about this, but uh, but there was a girl who who was part of a a course that a friend of mine was on, and she was charged with looking after her. And her thing was eighties uh, pop culture movie trivia, mm. and all the kids were asked. Um, to write a paragraph about I can't remember what the the like you know the way you get kids like ask a write a paragraph about something you want or write a paragraph about something you like. I gotta be honest, Scott, this, to my ADHD is already kicking in and I'm fine this yeah, I know. far too long. <laughs> the thing the thing was something to do with being lost or being found or something something mm. along those lines. And she wrote a full paragraph on the hole in the desert that Activision dug to bury oh, all of the ET Atari games. games, ET games, yeah. For the old, yeah, for the old ET games. Like, but she was like eight years old, nine years mm-hmm. old. Like, she should not have had the first notion about burying ET games in the desert. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was her thing. So, I don't think it's, I don't think it's correct to assume that, like, just because you can focus on something means you don't have ADHD. Yeah. I mean, does it help that I just did the quiz while we were on here? <laughs> <laughs> I, I scored a 24. So. That's pretty 24? That's really low. I don't know. Is that low? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's low compared that's to my low. score. It's I, low I, I compared to mine as well. Of. It doesn't tell you what it's out of, but it gives you, it tells you your rundown at the end. Like what no, we're so it gives we're you like, like a green circle, which is like all oh, the way around. It? I nearly filled up the green circle. Okay, no, I, like we, I mean, like the apple circles. I, I, I wonder if I took I a screenshot of my results. One question though, where it said, like, do you find yourself tapping your feet or excessively? And I was, I was doing it as I got to that question. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah, sometimes. Oh yeah, so there's, oh, so, yeah, so there's my uh, result. I don't know if you're going to be able to see that. No, yeah, is there a quarter well, of a the Pac-Man? listeners can't. 
Yeah, so 37 was my actual result, not 39. That's quite high. Um, okay. That's well, what they said. That, that says you may have adult ADHD, whereas for 20, 24, mine, mine said that I have ADHD possible. Hmm. I, I, I yeah. don't even know what that's supposed to mean, really. Maybe this should make this could be a new feature where me and PJ go and get diagnosed. <laughs> you get can see me have nothing, you can't you? <laughs> Says the guy who limps whenever he sees someone else it's limp. A sympathetic limp. It's empathy. It's sympathetic. not a sympathetic limp. It's, it's a sympathetic it is a limp. It's a, I'm, going, I'm Googling sympathetic limp. I'm telling you, it is a real thing. I am Sympathetic limp is something they prescribe the little blue pill for. Uh, excuse me. Oh, okay. Maybe this doesn't show me in the flat or in light, but a sympathy limp, a fake or intentional limp used to elicit a sympathetic response from friends. That's not, that's not how I understood yeah, it. That's, no, yeah, that's like... Pity me, pity me. Not, not. You're not saying, "Oh, person with the limp, I, I see you, I see you, and I, and I, I walk in your shoes." It's like he's getting Badly. sympathy. Where's my sympathy? Where, where, where? Why, why are all those well, people not looking at me I'm and saying, I don't want "Oh, it. I don't look at him"? I don't want to be doing it. The first thing I do is I try and find a way out of that situation, looking around, trying to, trying to walk in a different direction so no, no one can see me do it. I hear you it. say I walk, hear you mean hobble. <laughs> limp along <laughs> I mean again this is just one of one of the, the the other the one of the many reasons that you need to go and speak to someone I don't want to have this sympathetic limp I don't want to do it anymore well then go and speak to somebody who might be able to help with the mental condition that you have that makes you want to limp when you see someone with a limp I, I think there's a lot going on in my head I don't know I don't know if one session will be enough it definitely won't be I can tell you right now 100% it won't be enough <laughs> yeah you should I went for like four, a few, a few I went for like four months and the only reason one, uh... yeah I went for like four months and the only reason I stopped is because they stopped me from going oh right they, is they said expensive? okay we're gonna no, no this I got it on the NHS okay now you gotta wait you gotta wait if you're gonna get it on the NHS yeah. but um and after yeah, four months, my, they went. I think patience is one of his problems, Scott. <laughs> I'm very good at doing things and going right. Okay, that'll happen at some point in the future, and just not worrying about it, forgetting about it, really, and then forgetting that I'm doing it. Uh, I mean, I is, that. is that a good thing? Yeah, maybe. But uh, so, did, was that like they gave you four months and you had to be cured by then? That was. It? I mean. <laughs> the, the... The girl, the girl that was doing it with me said, I think we got to like three months and she said, I, normally I feel if we can still progress, I'll keep you, three months is your limit. But if I feel we can still progress, I'll, I'll refer you week by week. Mm. Um, and then at the end of the four months, she kind of said, okay, I think there's still work to be done, but a lot of it is going to be just by you. Mm. Um, so I'm going to stop it here, but... If you want, you can call and get added back onto my rota, but you then you have to kind of wait for a, a slot in uh, that rota to come back up again. They, they only really do this with mental health things. They don't really do this with like, you know, oh, I'm having serious bowel problems. It's, oh, well, there's work to be done, but it's on you now. Yeah. <laughs> we've done it. We've done it. Like you've waited here for, for hours to get a test done. We've done all we can. You're just going to have to go home and wait it out. There's some online tests you can take. I recommend doing those. Like, come back yeah. to me when you've cured yourself. 
So yeah, I mean the, that's the thing. I, 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 I when I did the test with Annette, it was a more reasonable twenty five or twenty eight or something. But I can't help feeling that I was just I was I was basically kind of doing what her response. Hold on, you mean you mean Annette got twenty? No, I mean I was kind of going. I think my score. I think I should be answering this. She was going. No, you're probably more like that. And I was going. Okay, then. Oh no, that doesn't that doesn't count. Does it not? But I just no. worry that when I do this test. Down, part of me oh, going, is it, do you think that this is a sympathetic limp? Yeah, that you're you're unintentionally scoring high because you want to get some sympathy. <laughs> it might be. Oh, PJ. <laughs> I see forms and I think. I can't. I, it's always hard to pick them. I, it's like sometimes it's like oh, I just pick the moderate answer because I don't really know the answer. And sometimes it's like because some of the questions see. I was reading it going, surely everyone is exactly the same as this. Surely everyone thinks oh, God, this. Yeah, so I saw your comment on that. I think I, I have the I have the question here. What question um, was it? Because I, I remember laughing, thinking, "Well, that tells the you." Question, the question know. was question four. How often do you have trouble listening to someone, even if they're speaking directly to you, like your mind is somewhere else? Never, rarely, sometimes, or often. Well, everyone has that, surely. It's really hard. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> is that you're telling well, sure, me? Nobody, nobody ever really listens to anyone. Are you telling me that other people can listen to what what you're saying to them. It's like, I think people listen to me because I'm quite funny and engaging, and that stops them getting Oh, so you bored. think, that, hold on, hold on. So you think that other people listen to you, but that but the, but the nobody else listens to anybody else? You're telling me I'm saying that nobody else, that everybody else... with anyone else. You're telling me that you think that Everybody else doesn't listen to anyone, but that people think that they listen to you. No, no, I think because you're quite because like... you're quite funny and engaging. Are you? You're the only <laughs> one. <laughs> I mean, when you when you put it like that, it sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm surprised you made it all the way through listening to Scott there. <laughs> if I, if I'm honest, like the the areas when I find it easiest to listen to people. Is when I know they're coming around to something about me. I just, I, yeah. Well, yeah, I was, was going to say, yeah, it was about yeah, you. Yeah, checks out. It made, it made a lot of sense to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> but that, so you can you can sit you can sit and listen to people when they're talking about stuff, and and you can. Well, I can't because my score is almost as bad as yours. <laughs> Ron, can you listen to people and be completely engaged? Generally, yeah, I, I'm known yeah. as a pretty good listener. No, Ron yeah. is a good listener. So what do you? What do you? What I would, ima- I would you? imagine that. It, uh, what do you Ron, think about? I, I would imagine that Ron is the time? type of person who would have a sympathetic a limp. Uh, PJ's asking a question here that that the premise is completely screwed up. But go ahead again. He's <laughs> <laughs> thinking about what's your brain doing when someone's talking to you for a long time, <laughs> listening to them, <laughs> <laughs> taking the words in that they're saying, processing them. Forming thoughts based around those things, and then when it's my turn to speak, I but, give but, them back my thoughts on hold that. Hold on, speaking, you're going to need to explain. You're going to need to explain the my turn to speak bit. <laughs> I know, I know. What if they're talking really slowly? What? Since when does speed have anything to do with it? Do you not? Do you not find it's harder when they're slow talkers? 
Can you not find that? No, it gives me more time to think. I don't mean like <laughs> if they've got a stammer. I mean like if they're literally just slowly talking and telling you something. PJ, I could see you storming off if somebody with a stammer tried to talk to you. <laughs> oh, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I'm worried. I worry I might come up with a sympathetic stammer. That would be my biggest <laughs> fear. It's an unsympathetic stammer. <sighs> so, well, Scott. So, what are you like when someone's talking to you? Is your brain kind of taking it all in? Are you not thinking about other things? Do you start wondering? I do, I do, I do. But I'm not the best person to. This is like the the um, the exception that proves the rule. I'm not. I I scored badly on the or you know it's probably not right to say scored badly. I scored highly in the same test that you did. So I'm I'm not a good barometer of. I can see you looking at your phone. Like I, you're on camera, and I can see you looking not, at your phone I'm whilst not. I'm talking. I'm not looking at my phone. I've got a bunch of little sticks at? that I'm twiddling with. <laughs> It's a, it's a lollipop stick. I'd broken up earlier, and I, they're just little bits. And I'm just looking at them and twiddling. But I'm just okay, again, again, I'm again, not finished I'll, with that lollipop stick yet. There's still more entertainment to be wrung out of this. Yeah, again, a lollipop stick that I broke up earlier. That, that again, that is a that is quite telling. <laughs> Does a net ever like entertain you by just like dangling about a thread over your head? <laughs> <laughs> is it just, so one of the things that I do a lot is I'm I think I'm quite I think I'm quite good at doing stuff while I'm talking to people but now I'm beginning to think that's like a coping mechanism that's to keep me interested yeah, in what I, saying. I think you can't handle just talking to people there has to be you know track two I, and I don't track think three it's going keep, on at the same time yeah and I don't think it's to keep you interested in what they're saying I think it's for your mind to be focused on something so that it looks like you're focused on them when in actual fact you're playing with lolly sticks no I do I listen to people and I take in what they're saying and I you know I can offer good advice I can you know make jokes about what whatever topic it is that we're covering no that one's just, right that yeah that one is I'm not saying they're good jokes, but you know they're <laughs> not saying it's good know. advice. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's what makes me an endearing podcast host. Is is my inability yeah, well, to suffer silence? Very, he's an endearing podcast host. You can certainly rate the show on iTunes or uh, <laughs> or any any, any no, of the places where podcasts no, are available. No, I don't want our iTunes written to be based on whether or not people think that PJ's endearing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to end up with more of those one star reviews oh we've none of those one star reviews I think do we do we, we, have, have we have a one star we have a one star review on iTunes oh really I think yeah. any, someone, any someone star listened reviews to the entire show put themselves through an hours <laughs> long chat and thought no not having this no not for me which is amazing or, I mean we don't even know if they made it through the show so do you, they might do have bailed you, very early on Scott, do you have habits that you turn to when you're talking to someone? Because you have to chat to people and work. Can you sit there yeah. and edit while you're chatting to them? Is that how your mechanisms work? Uh, my, I have a very. I'm going to have to resort to um, things that Hannah says about um, things you do about me. Yeah, about yeah. the thing about the things that I do. Um, I have a very singular mind. 
Um, and good lord, this is yeah. getting into a personal area I wasn't even expecting. <laughs> um, and things like it's like if 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 there's something that's in the cupboard and it's always in the same spot. And Hannah moves it, be it, I mean, she could literally move it to the shelf above mm-hmm. and she moves it. It's, it's gone as far as I'm concerned. It's not that it's not there anymore. And I'm looking and because it's not in its normal place, I can't see it. So you struggle with object permanence is what you're saying? Uh, object permanence, <laughs> like, a, like a baby. Um, and the, the reason I bring that one is up, up because that's one of the things that Jamie talked about in one of his tweets um, a few mm-hmm. weeks ago which resonated with me. Um, I, I, I'm fine with clients, um, mainly, mainly because we don't have to do any face-to-face stuff. They're all, they sit in front of me, um, yeah. and they don't have to see that I don't look at them in the eye very much. Um, well, I mean, that's an Asperger-y thing as well, isn't it? It's an autism thing. Not looking yeah. They also, don't, they also don't see that I don't really have too much emotion in my face whenever somebody is talking to me. Also, um, an Asperger to, uh, thing. Yeah, much to Hannah's chagrin. Um, and psychotics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind taking it like a psychopath test. Can you do? Can you do a psychopath we test? We should do a test every week. We should do a new test every week on the show. A live test. Oh, Ron, what was the t- what was the test that David Mead got you to do? Oh, that was, that oh, was that's the, the Migs Bryerson personality test. That's yeah, a really yeah. in depth and actually quite oh, costly test. Of, to, is that uh, one that you've got to uh, pick right, words? Isn't it? It's not even that you're answering questions; you're just picking words. Oh no, it's it's, it's a pretty in-depth uh, survey, and um, it's 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 the, it's the See, personality trait thing, you know. So it's, yeah, it's quite. It's not free, as far as I understand, anyway. Mm. But it's yeah. the, yeah. no. See, I I don't want to do one where you have to. Pay. I don't want to do one where I have to. Uh, no, I don't. I, you know, I'll I'll pay as long as it's not stupid money. But I don't mind. I don't want one where I have to. Um, emote or vocalize my feelings about myself i want to because i i don't know how to express that well i want one where it says like a b c or d sometimes sometimes rarely your wife and get her to fill it in yeah (laughs) (laughs) who would do that but um and we watched the i think i think we talked about this already on the show but i'll bring it up again Uh, there's a show called expecting amy which um, oh, is I a three-part. Yeah, it's good. I really liked it. It's a three-part documentary about the comedian Amy Schumer. Um, she basically started recording on her phone like the day she found out she was pregnant, um, and records. She was, you know, due to do a stand-up special that she still really wanted to do, and she gets the most horrific morning sickness. I can't remember. There's, there's a name for it. The uh, Prince William's wife, um, uh, Kate Middleton. Um, got it as well and had to be hospitalized like there's a thing where you just literally can keep nothing down mm. um, but during the, sh- the filming of that her husband was also diagnosed as having autism spectrum disorder and he went to get tested because of things that she was noticing about oh, him right. um, and how he it's reacted not that we to things less emotions than others other people have too many emotions <laughs> too sympathetic and empathetic <laughs> I mean what use is that? He just he cares too much. He cares too much. I mean, yeah. you know, I I would be curious to know what my diagnosis in that regard would be. But I, I, I it's stuff like that. It's the you know, I, I have intense depth of feeling sometimes. 
Hmm. So I don't think that 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 sort of takes me out of the uh, the the ASD spectrum as far as I'm aware. Takes yeah, you well, I, the I've never, spectrum. I've, I've always felt that the thing with with autism and the emotional thing isn't isn't that um, kids with autism lack that emotional depth. Rather, they lack the sort of ability to control it and to keep a, a kind of lid on it. It's very much sort of constantly bubbling and and they 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 don't quite know how to deal with it i think rather than mm. you know rather than go i'm sad or i'm happy it's more of a kind of i don't know what these feelings mean you know what i mean and i also don't know how to react to your feelings yeah, yeah i've not had that problem i mean it you know my my issue and you know people maybe unkindly in the past you know suggested that i was on the spectrum i think you know my ex-wife once suggested i was occupying both ends of it and I, I don't know what she meant by that, but it was like, a, she's she said, in that like I, I was always area splayed across the middle. Well, so all, all she, she left her, 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 was either end. <laughs> I mean, I think she, she she was always more focused on um, on pointing out that I just got very very single minded about things, and sometimes I just would never like I, I would sit up and just not go to bed rather than leave a task, you know. Hmm. Oh yeah, I do that. And I did that last yeah. night. Here's yeah, the thing, Scott. I don't think three, either of us going. Night, just... I, I don't. I don't think you and I, Scott, going. That's perfectly normal. Is going to be the help that we think it is. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think we. I mean, I'm happy to seek much more um, educated help, but you <laughs> apparently are not. No, I. I just don't know if there help. If help can be given that is going to. Be useful. Something I don't. Oh, know. I really want. I really, I really want to do this. I'm going to try and pitch this as a TV show. What's that? To get you help. <laughs> like to like to film it. You, you, I mean, PJ, you you want to be on TV, right? Come on, PJ. Everybody, what everybody watching PJ. Is it mostly about me? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Then yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Everybody loves PJ. Nine 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 PJ. <laughs> yes i um yeah i that's the thing it's it's i don't know if help would help Does that makes sense i don't know if it would help i don't know, I, if, yeah, I I know mean, but what i've got all the structure you have to lose by trying well do you have all the structure of the building there though because it sounds like your building's made out of fucking broken lollipop sticks <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay then. <laughs> but if you, if, you, if you don't think that if you don't think that there's any help to be had, then what harm is there in trying? Because all the worst that can happen is well, I told you you couldn't help me. It's expensive. But what if it works? Uh, doing what? Then we don't have a show anymore. I'm against it. <laughs> I, I genuinely can't see what. Like I can't. I can't see. Like if I you're think an alcoholic, for example. <laughs> if if you're an alcoholic, oh, imagine for example, crowdsourcing your therapy. Be great. That's that's what I've been doing. If you if you had um, uh, if you were an alcoholic, you could you someone would you would go. I don't know what help means in this context. You go help means getting you off alcohol and you no longer being addicted to alcohol. That's what help would look like whereas i don't know what the shape of help would look like because i don't know what the end goal would look like i mean i'm not i'm not suffering you know there's nothing going wrong here <laughs> what? yeah to hell with everyone to hell with everyone else 
<laughs> I mean, who's but, no, I know what you mean. Like, no, no one in your life is, is suffering from any of your of your uh, neuroses. Quirks. No, yeah. I mean the worst the thing that happens is just, just is, loose acquaintances. <laughs> the worst thing that happens is that. Uh, Annette and I go to the cinema one, one time, somebody starts trying to chat to me because they're sat beside me and I blank them and Annette is mortified. That's the worst kind of yeah, outcome that happens. Did you stare directly at him? Hmm? Who, Did you just stare sits, directly at him? He sits down beside you and starts chatting to you in the theatre. Oh, I mean, PJ, have you ever been on a flight by your, uh, PJ, have you ever been on a flight by yourself? Oh yeah, don't like it. Have you ever... Have you ever flown somewhere by yourself? And did you yeah. talk to the person beside you? Not if I can help it. But did you talk to the person beside you? Yes, but I sort of dread it because I know what will happen. Who gets who gets on a who gets on a go somewhere and sits down beside a perfect stranger and just starts talking to them? Oh no, PJ, no, no, you no, blanked yourself. Was no. it a mirror? Was I it a mirror start, that was beside I you in the cinema? No, I never start the conversations. I never start them. And then the problem with the conversations is I don't know how to small talk it. So I end up going really deep or not deep, but really kind of, I put on a show. Can you, yeah. Can you imagine sitting down on an eight hour transatlantic flight with PJ and giving the, a courteous hello <laughs> and getting, <laughs> and getting the whirlwind of PJ for the next eight hours. Even, honestly, even I get bored of listening to my shtick. And I think <laughs> this is just. I can't. I don't know how to not do this full sh- the full shtick. All I can do there, is that's 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 what help looks like. Yeah, but oh, I mean, shit. I'm never going to see those people again. And and the other yeah. thing is when I when I do do my shtick, it gets better each time. I mean, I, I get I get slightly. It's like a rehearsed full on thing, you know. And I know I'm looking for. I know I'm looking for someone to tell me how brilliant I am at art or something. Which is why I always sit down and start sketching on a plane or something. I'm, I'm not looking. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not looking for small talk. I'm looking for someone to go. That's really good. Uh, and then you go, yeah, I do it for my job, actually. No, no, I just go. Ah, it's all right. It's, it's not. It's not my better stuff. Do you want to see some of my better stuff? <laughs> just swing like an A3 portfolio book and start going. Oh. No, I mean these days I'd sketch on my iPad, so I always pull up something decent looking on the iPad and go, "That's one of mine." Oh. Not there. See that? I did that. <laughs> Oh there. Yeah. It's all right. And then and then My you sit goodness. there afterwards thinking, well, what was the point of all that, Paul? That person's never gonna hire you for work on the plane. Again, this is what help looks like. <laughs> but but what you know, what else are you gonna do? I mean, I would like help to bury stuff that I'm embarrassed about twenty years, thirty, forty years later, where you kinda think, Oh, I wish I didn't do that. Oh, it's so bad. and then you think and it's like it's nothing. Nobody else will think about it. It's only me, but I'm carrying the weight of that embarrassment around. I hate that stuff. Like one of the Again. weirdest things is coming in one time to a place I worked in and somebody had their tie flipped over and I flipped it back and somebody went, That was really strange. I went I <laughs> Still know how embarrassed by it. Still feel but red. Do you just have the store of all these little like anecdotes and things that you just kind of stack up in your head and go, "This is, these, this is, this is the pile of evidence that I'm not right." Well, it's not. It's not that I don't Turning think it I'm right. Turning your I mean, mind constantly. Thirty years later, remember that time with the tie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my height, Ron. I don't think of myself as short. I think I'm the normal, natural height, and everyone else is a bit tall. Weirdly. That's kind of the way I think of it. I don't think of myself as high maintenance or highly. High, I don't know what I describe. How would I be described? How would you describe me, Scott? 
You want to describe me? What would you say? You watch what we do in the shadows TV series. Yes. Yes. Do you know the energy vampire? That's awful. <laughs> I'm more. Into, I'm interested. <laughs> do you suck the energy? Yeah. No, you're not. You're not like. You're not like that. In that he tries to sap people's will to live, but it can be as That's depressing, relentless as that, but in a different Nandor way. Then, Nandor the relentless. Then. Nandor. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well that's less a flattering reply than I would have liked calling <laughs> the energy vampire it's, no, it, it's kind of that's the opposite PJ Oliver. Scott, what, do you, what do you say what do you think of me well I thought it would have been nicer than that <laughs> I, I just think it's, it's such a high energy output that it's draining for everyone <laughs> it is exhausting I, mean, I think what I've got to learn is when to stop when did, well, but I, I, but we've got we've got we've used to twenty five minutes left of the show, so you can stop after that. Well, I mean, I was going to say it's like in Star Wars, whenever the Star Killer base sucks all the energy out of the sun and then blasts it in a really concentrated beam that blows up a planet, and then yeah. slowly the sun starts to recharge again, and then they you know charge up, and then there's another blast. Me and Ron are the sun, <laughs> and your your Star Killer base. <laughs> the the audience are the, pla- the 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 unsuspecting planets that you're aiming your beam towards. I don't think. I think at this point our listenership has found itself, and they are no longer unsuspecting. If anything, no, they're that's, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. I mean, I'd be interested to see if we'd had any new listeners in, you know, a year, maybe. I wouldn't have thought so. More. I mean, almost certainly lost some. <laughs> Preaching to the choir. I think is that is that what you're saying. <laughs> yeah yeah they they know yeah. what they signed up for yeah i suppose i would like to be better at interviewing people but then it always struck me as a weird job the interviewer of a t of a podcasty show Why? i think i think one, one of the one of the critical critical skills of interviewing is being able to be quiet and listen to what other people are saying <laughs> and then feed that back to them in a in a way that kind of moves on to the next question and yeah. not interjecting with your perspective on your life. I agree. I would not disagree with that description at all. It, it's definitely a thing I'm missing from my repertoire of skills in the podcasting sphere. No two ways about it. And what are the other skills you have? Um, <laughs> I, I'm really good at projecting my voice. <laughs> I'm very easy to laugh. How did you... How did you fare on stage? Oh, I know, I know, I know the answer. Never mind. You saw me on stage. I was good on stage. No, I didn't. I didn't. No, I, I didn't see you on stage. I'm sure. I'm sure you were good on stage. Did you not come but somebody to said, that? "What? What was this? What was this from?" Fuck. So this is a quote from something, and I can't remember what it is. Oh, it's. I think it's Jerry. It's Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld mm-hmm. said this about when he was uh, acting in Seinfeld and why he doesn't really act anymore. He's not very good at it. And he said anyway. when he's. When he sees himself, yes, exactly. When he sees himself on screen, everybody else is acting and he's just standing there waiting for his turn to talk. <laughs> I'll be honest. That's how I feel about real life. So <laughs> doing that on stage is easy enough because I know when my turn to talk is. I'm quite yeah. good at that. It's like all the world's I'm, a stage. I'm, and I'm much better. 
I'm much better at faking looking interested. You're much better at acting like, like you're acting. Yeah, you're much better at acting like you're listening. I'm much better at acting like I'm listening on stage when the other person's yes. dialogue is rehearsed and ready, and I know when it ends. Than I am. Yeah, you, can count, you can count down the words until it's PJ time. Forty to because go, thirty to go, three, twenty to two, go, ten to go, one. Way! Yay! PJ time! <laughs> no, no, it's because I, I I recite their dialogue in my head as if I'm saying it. Yeah, as well, I have no, so. I have no. I would probably, I would probably do the same thing, which is why I don't. I'm not sure if I would make a very good actor. Well, I, I actually, do. I don't know. I think I might make an okay actor. I could be pretty emotive. I think I could fake emotion. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of not very good actors, did anyone watch any of the DC fandom stuff last night? Last night? I watched a few trailers this morning. I, let's talk about DC fandom, right? This whole online convention thing. It does not work for me in the slightest because I can never find how to watch any of the bloody things. It seems uh, I, think, be... I think the system they created is terrible. It's... It's, they, put it's, it, they put it all behind. What, what they wanted to do is capture email addresses and capture hmm. stuff for marketing. And I don't want to. I don't want to be involved in any of that. I just want to watch the stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's like which is, I yeah. Think, I didn't. I didn't log in. It's like all of these trailers are going to be online at a reasonable hour. I don't have to stay up to stupid o'clock American time to to watch any of this stuff. I keep thinking, what what is it? What is it that's wrong with this? And what should they have done? And I've just realized what they should have done is basically what Apple does. They should have just done an Apple-like event, two or three mm. hours, and then stuck all the trailers up there. That would have well, been much I, better I think at that's a set true time. For every every big company having any event this summer should have just done what mm. Apple did, which is yeah. put together a really good ninety-minute to two-hour film of yeah. everything they wanted to say, and then just release it. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, people nobody, will... get, nobody gives a shit about live. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about something being live anymore because nobody can go to anything that's live. So you may as well don't have something that is potentially going to have problems hmm. when you can have something really like, polished uh, and really nice and something that's that's like memorable. This, like this show, polished and nice. <laughs> polished and memorable, yeah. Apple, Apple do the two-hour thing and then they bring down their website and they bring it back up again and all the new stuff is there and you can go and watch individual videos and that's... That's what DC fandom should have been. It should have been a, a two-hour yeah. thing, a polished two hours of whatever it was, and then now go away and have a look at all these other bits. Yeah, and the way, and exactly the same way that that, uh, that Apple did with, and now here's David Ayers, director of Suicide Squad, mm. and then he gets to talk about the film, and then he goes off, and then they bring on fucking Zack Snyder, and he gets well, to talk his talk, talk, and then he the, fucks off. Let's do good, bad, and ugly. The, the good for me was, was the Suicide Squad stuff. Looked amazing. Looks great. Looks like it'd be bonkers. I'm, I'm yeah. The suicide, TV like I can't. All I can tell about the suicide stuff is that it looks fun. Yeah, but it doesn't. There was, you know, there was no actual footage. It was all just concept There's a stuff. Soundbite for Scott. I'm using later. <laughs> uh, there was a bit of footage. There was a bit of footage. Not much, like little snippets. Mm, yeah, like, but mostly just characters turning round. Mm, well, yeah. To like. To then and then exploding into zip tone like comic art stuff. Oh no no no! Like, no there's, I'm, I'm, there's, there's a there's a two minute feature which is kind of behind the scenes little interview with with um with bit, uh, bits yeah, of clips. I, I, don't care. I thought mm. it looked fun. I thought that looks great fun to me. I'm interested it's, to see King Shark. 
Like I always thought the King Shark could look really cool if they do him on if they do him on film properly. I, ironically, I think King Shark looks like the weakest looking bit. It just, uh, but he does look sort of dumb and and silly. I but, think, I think there's going to be a lot ret- of that. Retcon how that guy got his name. They're going to retcon and, okay. how he get his name. And so they just see this guy coming, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's King Shark." <laughs> 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 Well, if that's not in the script, you should that that should be in the script. Um, yeah, I I mean I think that look good fun. I think the TDK, which is the uh, character being played by oh, what's his name, um, uh, is that Pete re- Davidson's character? No, 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 no. no. Um, the guy oh he's a, he was in Buffy as as um, the bad guy for a while. Um, what do you call him? Monsters, yeah. Everyone's favorite. No. Uh, the rumors of him playing the Green Lantern and stuff. What's his name? Oh, Nathan Fillion. Oh. Nathan no, Fillion, um, yeah. Jensen Eccles, no? No, no, Nathan Fillion. No, Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Fillion. Nathan oh. Fillion's character, TDK, is, I think, I th- I'm willing to bet money on it, but not much. I think it's a rename of another character, Arms Fall Off Boy. And I oh, think right, his okay. part... Uh, we've, we've discussed arm, we've discussed arm fall off, Arms Fall Off Boy a number of times on the old podcast. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm amazed it's going to be a character in a TV show. Because if you look at his logo... It's like two arms crossed and a head, but the two arms look like they've been popped out of their sockets. They've got these weird sort of so and in the way that it's drawn in the comic, so it looks like it. I that I'm convinced that's him. That's arms fall off. I don't know what T T D K stands for. Two messing dick kid. No, um, somebody I can't remember who posted. Somebody posted on Twitter said, uh, "What was it?" Um, the... Not sure who TDK is, but could this be a confirmation from Nathan Fillion that he is Arm Fall Off Boy? Yeah, and yeah, his, yeah, his his logo is pretty fucking arms fall offy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and the and the thing is, the oh, costumes. The, oh, were... the the name the TDK, uh-huh. the detachable kid. That was the, that was what I was thinking. Detachable kid, detachable knob. <laughs> wow, you're obsessed about this, Ron. Um, so Give I think that, that, and I'll work really hard. That's at exciting. It. I mean, I, you know, I don't know why they why if the red bee is just sitting there that they that they didn't go with that. Um, I'll and be having words also, with another, David there. Another character in it is Weasel, being played by your man's brother in a very clearly uh, rocket. If I made Rocket Raccoon work, I could make Weasel work, and Weasel looks like a grotty gross looking version yeah, of, of I, I don't know uh, what their probably, deal yeah, the is I, I guess anytime James Gunn gets a job he's like can I have a job for Sean here he's got nothing yeah. else <laughs> but the thing is that Rocket works I think mostly because of the voice acting and he doesn't do the voice acting no no well so, I don't know who's going to do I mean I'm sure, I'm sure it will work I'm sure it will work I'm kind of I'm kind of interested in it and I'm sure it, 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 I think it will it looks work like I like David Ayer's stuff yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think there was anything bad that I saw, but the the Justice League trailer was just like, yep, that lo- looks like the movie that I saw. I mean, I was more I was more disturbed by the 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 tweet that kind of went out alongside. Well, Jack, Zack Snyder made a tweet basically saying this thing's for adults. It's for adults. But yeah. It's not for kids. And again, that just kind of sums up my brother. Everything I ever think about Zack Snyder, he is a try hard edge lord. <laughs> he was replying to a reviewer who said something like this doesn't look like fun it looks a bit you know and he was going oh it's not for kids it's not made for people like you it's made for adults and people it's like that's the most fun. teenage angsty thing I've ever heard 
And I was like, and I posted it as I was as I was looking at the trailer. It's like it looks so devoid of color. Yeah, and like oh, but it's grim and gritty. It's like the Dark Knight didn't look like that. <laughs> the Dark Knight has loads of color. Mm. It's brimming with color, but it's just used in a way like there there are better ways to make something look grim and gritty than just desaturating everything. It just looks miserable. And it just—I don't know what they uh, what they wanted from the trailer. It's just like, first of all, the music is fucking atrocious. <laughs> not the so- not the song, but the the choice to use that. He's already used that in one of his films, so I don't know why he's using it again. He's making the same um, film over and over. I mean, they say that about all writers. All writers basically are writing the same story over and over again, getting it just uh, refining it. And Zack Snyder's making the same movie over and over and over well, again. But, he hasn't I mean, changed that's the, that's the thing. thing much. The right, the writing thing though. There only is one story. Like we were, but we were both at the same writing seminar. PJ, I'm sure. <laughs> like there only is one story. Anyway, yeah, it's it's um, I used to. It's, I don't know. It's just just bobbins. I do like the idea though that he's made it into four uh, one hour uh, oh, like a mini series. Four, four one arm. No, I can cope with that better. I will enjoy that more. By watching that means you're going to have to sit through it for four weeks, either That's four f- days or four weeks. No, I don't know no, which I, is worse. I'll, I'll watch the first one and decide whether I want to watch the rest of them. Yeah, I'll kill. No, I'm going to have to. Wa- I'm going to have to watch it all because I'm going to need to have all of the ammo locked and loaded for whenever some fucking douchebag fanboy is like, "It's fucking amazing." And then you're going to have gonna to be put, interesting put to see where the cult of Snyder goes after this. Like, they, I mean, this has to be, deliver. They can't be wrong. Yeah. yeah, no, no, it doesn't have to deliver. That's the thing. That's the thing about people's. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't even know how to eloquently describe it. Like people's like likes and desire, like the things that they love, generally it's, can't um, fail. And this is this is too big to fail. Zack Snyder fan with being a Trump fan. It's cognitive dissonance. Possibly, it's too big. It's, it's yeah. It's, it's too dissonance. big to fail. I have put so much of my time into getting this thing made like i started the petition or i signed the petition yeah. or whatever i've spent uh, i've spent so much time and effort arguing with people arguing on the internet with people on twitter how important this is yeah. so it, it of course is going to be good yeah it's cognitive yeah. Uh, cognitive dissonance they they kind of the, the that the, they will they their brains will fill in the gaps that it was better than it was because how could it not be but um, i mean here, here's oh, yeah. the thing you know i want it to be good because, you know, I'd like to watch it and enjoy it, but it's got too much going against it. Yeah, yeah I, the, the first one was rubbish. I can't see how adding more of it will help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it exactly. It's like, oh, this two and a half hour movie was shit. Here's more of it. Here's, yeah, here's four the, hours the, of it. The problem was there wasn't enough of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing with your yeah. cake is there was too much ingredients. Well, I've made it again with even more ingredients. Ah. <laughs> You no, put no. you put a lot of salt in your cake. Why did you add salt to the cake? Well, that means there's more of it. Yeah, and well, I've I've added salt and pepper now, so it's even better. Ooh. <laughs> and, All right. Um, the other the other big the other big reveal was the Batman trailer. Yeah. Um, which again used some used some questionable music, if I'm honest. Like I yeah, like the song. I didn't know how to feel about that? Oh, hallelujah! Yeah. Was it hallelujah? Or was hallelujah? No, was hallelujah the was the just was the Justice League one. The the Batman song was a, a Nirvana track called "Underneath the Bridge." Or no, something in the way. Something, something, something in, the, in way. the way. Yeah, sorry. You know, I thought the trailer looked really good. I thought it looked interesting. There's an awful lot of eyeliner or or um, 
or eyeshadow I, going I on for someone whose who's back but... cowl is has covered eyes. I think it's because he was crying. <laughs> I mean, I, I haven't my looked mom, yet, but I, I'm assuming Twitter is full of people saying calling him the emo Batman. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's basically based on the the eyeshadow. Oh, like, there's nothing else in the trailer that that would. Ned Stockman said. He said, "I think he said something like, I wish my parents were still alive so I could hate them." <laughs> um, I think you know it gave me a bit of like a little bit of hope. I think he looks like he could be a good a uh, Batman and a good Bruce Wayne. I, I'm kind at of a specific time the, in Bruce I'm Wayne's past life. The idea of being excited or not unexcited by a Batman film. They come, they go. That's the, that's the way of it now. There's a new Batman no, film. St- like there's I'm a still- new tide. I'm gonna still, I'm gonna still get excited for Batman films. There's, there's, eh, no, there hasn't been more good ones than bad. There's probably been a lot more bad ones than good, but the good but, ones are really good. I remember I really like um, Matt Reeves. Uh, Ben Affleck I mean, was I'm cast as Batman just because it's Matt Reeves. So. Yes, yeah, I'd be excited. I'd be on board with anything what, that what Matt Reeves is gonna do. He directed the second and third parts of the Planet of the Apes trilogy. Okay, yeah, <clears throat> which are I that that trilogy and particularly the second and third. Parts I think are three of the best sci-fi movies of the last twenty years. I think they're yeah, okay. they're excellent. Terrific, they're excellent. Um, I might watch them again. And watch. I don't think I watched the third one. Yeah, it just it just feels like I mean more of the same, more Batman. I mean, detective. One thing Batman. I am kind of excited about. One thing I am, and I mean, it's 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 going to be it's going to be years before it's out. But they have announced that in the Flash movie, his new costume was uh the same as the as in the previous one this his costume was made by bruce wayne for him mm. but they have announced that there will be at least two bruce wayans in the movie and one is michael keaton and one is ben affleck i mean um, and i yeah. ask for you guys I, I i don't i don't think i don't think the thing that is going to drag people out to the cinema to watch these things is to make movies as convoluted as comics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I guess I'm. Yeah, I'm probably used to it as a comic reader. I'm like, oh, oh, multiple timelines. You say, thank you. And the problem is, there's a whole generation out there who aren't going to be excited that Michael Keaton's there because they don't even know who he is. Oh, Michael yeah. Keaton is he? Oh, that was the guy from Spider Man. He was good in that. <laughs> yeah. He's from that really old Batman film that came out 20 years before I was born. <laughs> yeah, what do you call it? I mean, End of the Spider-Verse has got quite a convoluted plot, but didn't bother anyone, you know. But it was a well, beautiful looking film, so. Um, did you watch Lovecraft Country? I did. And I loved it. Yeah, you can feel free to talk about it, because I can't imagine there's too many spoilers in the first step. Oh God, there is. Oh, balls. Okay, don't talk about it. Don't say a fucking word. I, again, it's just it's just the sort of show I didn't know I wanted to see until I saw until it came on. So, you know, uh, it's it's a it's a road trip movie across America, and it looks like they're going to be encountering Lovecraftian horror along the way. That's it. That's the that's the show. Fantastic. The, um, fantastic. The but it takes a sort of watch the Watchmen adaptation uh, uh, lent heavily on sort of black injustice. In America, and yeah. this is doing the same thing. So it's, it's Although very this, much this from must a black have been in development before Watchmen came out. So I'm, I'm assuming that it, it's more of a reaction to just the current mores and, and the the current. Um, I I, I think know, it probably is, but it's also I think I, I actually think else. 
uh, Jordan Peele sort of produced it as well. So I, I don't, mm-hmm. and I've never read the book Lovecraft Country, but I imagine it probably, I mean, the book probably takes the same tact. And they are sort of, um, I've, I've listened to the first podcast on it. And um, I mean, you, Lovecraft himself, so it was Lovecraft's birthday not that long ago. And, and you know, uh, it would have been his birthday Lovecraft. if he was still alive. What? Happy birthday, Lovecraft. No, no, I was going to say not happy about it because he's a terrible, terrible racist. And not, a not even in a racist. subtle, not even, oh, is Lovecraft a racist? Well, if you read some of the text very deep in it, you can see some racial overtones. He's a racist in the sense that he wrote a poem called How, How, is it? How the N-Word is Born. And yes. it basically says it's it's like the opposite of puppy dog tales. It's all crap stuff. And, and that's how the N-Word is born. And it's like, whoa, that's not even... A subtle form of racism. That's just out and out racist. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate that one of the, I'd say, the the cornerstones of modern horror and, and science <clears throat> fiction is built upon this ridiculous comic, you know, comic book villain racist from <laughs> from a hundred years ago. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I think that I think the the film sort of. Uh, the 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 show is directly addressing that, and and they do because yeah. the the main hero of the show is a is a pulp reader. He reads Lovecraft. He reads all these other characters, and they do talk about that. And and I think one of the first bits is he's on a a, a coach, and he's talking to this uh, a black woman, and, and he's a black guy, and uh, he she says, "Oh, what are you reading?" And he's reading. I think it's a, a princess of Mars or something. And he starts explaining who John Carter is and says, John Carter's uh, a, a, a Confederate soldier who gets to goes into a cave and then ends soldier. up on Mars. Yeah. yeah. And, and she goes, what a Confederate soldier. And that's when you get the first inkling. They're really kind of, they're going to address some of these things head on. But I think that, I mean, if it's not from the book directly, it's certainly probably from Jordan Peele who is sort of producing it. You know, I, I can't yeah. imagine he is a, as a black guy who has done horror stuff, isn't going to kind of go, well, this is what, you know, this is a way of looking at this stuff. Um, but yeah. it is, it is very, very good. So we do pick a, of the weeks. I, yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to pick, uh, unusually for me, a new show on Apple TV plus, um, oh. Ted Lasso, uh, which I oh, was the, the first four episodes of today. And do you know what? It's, it's really good fun. I really, oh, I really good. enjoy it. Um, mm, I, I mentioned I on Twitter okay. that I was having a good time with it, and Jason Sudeikis liked my tweet, so well, that was quite nice of him. Ooh. So, but um, yeah, it's a it's a story of a of a woman who gets a, uh, in a in a divorce. She gets her husband's football club, and she decides she wants to run it, run into the ground. So she hires a an American football coach who is of some sort of minor fame in the in the states for being a. Uh, a sort of a YouTube sensation, a, a viral sensation for how positive he is with his, uh, with it, with it, with his. He's like me. He's a little ray of sunshine. He's a little ray of sunshine. Happy, and she thinks that so. he's going to he's going to wind up the team so much that uh, it will drive it into the ground. <clears throat> and he's just relentlessly positive, and it it starts to infect everyone as it goes along. His positivity and his kind of ability to bring out the best in people. It totally wasn't the show I was expecting it to be, and. Uh, I'm really enjoying it so far. It's, it's it's kind of heartwarming and kind of uh, just a kind of fun watch, you know. And again, in it's it, it sort of it really makes a lie of that thing that where everyone suggested that Apple was going to have the cleanest, most family friendly content on the block because 
it's it's full of innuendo. It's it's you know it's um, doesn't hold back on the swearing. It's very much a an adult sitcom, I guess. But uh, it it could have been completely family friendly, and they decided not to make it so, which is interesting to me. So. Mm. It it does it does suffer a little bit, I think, from. Sometimes it pulls in these moments that are really quite heartwarming, sad bits. And you think, does this belong in this show? You know, because in terms of comedy, it's much more, it's much broader than even something like Cheers. Do you know what it made made me think of? The show is almost like an inverse of Ricky Gervais's Afterlife. Hmm. Where everyone in his, in 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 the village of Afterlife is generally trying to get on with life and he's the one whose needs pulled out of it whereas mm-hmm. everyone's kind of having a hard time in this show and he's kind of the one little ray of sunshine and he even yeah. he's got his own hard times you know I think he's got he's estranged from his wife and child and but he doesn't he doesn't yeah, bring that up to anyone he doesn't let, it doesn't let that affect you know how he, how he interacts with anyone else yeah, I mean, the the, the thing, the, the, I say this is sort of a negative, I think, of it, which is making me a little more ambivalent than you are, but um, he he plays the character very broadly, and then there's be these little moments where he's on the phone to his wife or something, he's going to say, I love you, and suddenly catches himself because they've separated, mm. and it's like, oh, these are, these are heart-wrenching moments, and I don't know if they sit well together, because... Then the next one is super broad, super silly. Well, I like, I like, I don't know that it's necessarily broad. I just, I just think it's kind of realistic in that the the face people put out there for everyone else isn't necessarily reflective of the pain they have themselves. You know. Well, that's like Scott there. Look at the face; that hardly <laughs> reflects the pain. <laughs> what about you, PJ? What have you got as a pick? Look what I'm doing. By the way, look what I'm doing. I'm asking you rather than just blurting mine out, and that's because. If I blurted mine out, I wouldn't want to listen to the rest of the show. I mean, I'd be I'd be more inclined to believe that you don't have one yet, and that you're waiting until Lies. I explain mine Lies. so that I you can one. think I something up. Justified. That's my pick. You picked that last week, did I? I'm I mean, still you, watching you it. You said you were watching it last week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still watching it. <laughs> okay. My All right, pick is yeah. the same pick. <laughs> <laughs> my pick. Yeah. Good lord. This week, oxygen. <laughs> Still I'm better than paper. This week. Um, the last four nights, I have rewatched. I don't know why they popped up on um, Netflix. I don't know if they're new. I don't know if they've been there for a while. But I watched all of the Jackass movies, like over the last four nights, and laughed my ass off. Could never warm to them. Um. Is Ron I don't know laughing if Ron or is he was laughing or? I, 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 do you know what? I, I enjoyed those films. I think they're, they're out of each one of them. There's maybe about fifty to sixty percent of them. I think is really good. And then there's kind of a lot of crap filler. There's a, yeah, they're they're here. Not not all of them are winners, and you know, but it, but the fifty to sixty, I'd, I'd, I'm probably a little bit more on the higher end of that that I think is is good. But the ones that are good are excellent. And I really I wish the I could go I back. Enjoyed was aired more on the side of just silliness rather than cruelty. Yeah, yeah, which is why I always enjoyed Jackass more than I enjoyed Dirty Sanchez. Oh, I hated Dirty Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I really wish I could go back and watch the original MTV episodes, but they're they're just they're they're not anywhere. 
Um, I'm not even sure if MTV still have them. I mean, I, I've got a box set of all of them on DVD. On DVD, fantastic. I'll those rip them can't watch those. Some before. In fact, they're all on, they're all on my Plex. The episodes. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess I know what I'm doing tonight. I I don't think they are, but I'll check. I watched on TV where I thought I'm too old to enjoy this. <laughs> I used to watch them with my dad. Yeah, but I, still I went to see. <laughs> I went to see all of the movies in the cinema with my dad. Heartwarming. I know. <laughs> There's nothing. Fu- there is nothing funnier than someone getting hit in the dick. And that's that's just science. At, I mean, you at can't least argue they with science. They know what they're getting into, but I, I just, I just don't find that. It just doesn't. It's like once or twice it might be funny in an unexpected way, and you can't help yourself laughing at at somebody else's tragedy. It's like, oh, and then you realize that's a human being. That shouldn't be a thing you're laughing at. Anyway, Agent, I do that is fake empathy. That is fake empathy. If any, if, if ever I heard. I think I think the reason you don't like it is because you're worried that if you see someone get hit in the dick, you might have to punch yourself in the dick to try and get their sympathy. <laughs> My pick of the week would be Stargirl, which is on Amazon Prime at the moment for you to watch if you like that kind of thing. It's a sort of um, Star uh, Stargirl is a super DC superhero series with the Justice Society of America. So Annette's watching it. I'm not really watching it, but it seemed like good fun. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right, that's our show. Join us next week for a next pick of the weeks. <laughs> what? Anyway, yeah, that's us. Bye. 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 Dirt's dark and a troubled satellite.